a common sense reality check for both the left and the right. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. Going to the doctor may not actually mean going to the doctor for a lot of people for a lot of things, especially now that we've had a couple years of shutdowns. But the bottom line is that we have, and I hate this term, it's so trite, the new normal. Well, how could that affect how you have conversations with your doctor or even exams? I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us here on American Viewpoints. Joined now by Dr. Josh uh, Umber. He is the founder of Atlas MD. And uh, Dr. Umber, first of all, thanks for being on the program. And secondly, when I say going to the doctor may not actually mean going to the doctor. We're talking about telehealth, telemedicine. You connect on a, a video chat or something along those lines. And that obviously there was a big push for that during the COVID era. How many doctors are still interested in keeping something like this going now that we're being allowed to open back up? I think the majority of doctors uh, are seeing that uh, there's so many more benefits to the total idea of telemedicine or telecare that it's you know, easier for certain patients, depending on their location in the community, uh, whether they have a car or not, patients with depression or anxiety who maybe just don't schedule appointments as well or don't follow up as well. Um, but also that ability to prevent uh, extra anxiety. You know, I, I can have a patient text me uh, a picture of their pink eye every two hours, but I couldn't really have them come to the office every two hours, right? Um, I can In 2022, I can say, have your watch send me an EKG. And now I may get an EKG from some of my patients every morning for a while while we're working out an issue. And that's just not something you could even you know, reasonably do in the old way. Now, what are going to be the the shortcomings? I would think not being able to see somebody in person, obviously, depending on whatever the condition is, or if you're just doing kind of a checkup, uh, there obviously are going to be some things that you just can't replace with in-person examination, right? Right. Uh, you know, physical exam or procedures or certain things, or just the emotional connection. Um, but Telemedicine is a tool, and like any tool, it can be used in better or you know different ways. Uh, we all love Amazon. We all love Netflix. I don't think we miss the idea of going to Blockbuster and getting a physical copy, uh, but we do still value in-person stores. Um, we found a lot of children did better in some ways with remote learning, and others didn't. So we we want to right size this for each patient. Uh, but then the patients who do prefer more flexible options will get that type of care. But then that takes a lot of burden off of a busy doctor's office. So the patients who do come in and want and need more time now can get that because we made the doctor's time more efficient through the day. Now, when you look at the the future of this, do we have to adopt anything from the regulatory aspect of things, or maybe the billing or insurance other than your video chatting instead of being in person, or are there other implications that we've got to address? Yeah, those are the two big ones. What does that financial model look like? And what does that regulatory model look like? Uh, One of the few times I think we can say the government did a great job uh, and probably accidentally uh, when it came to COVID was when they replaced the old HIPAA rules 
which were you know written in 1996 when I was 15 and the Spice Girls were topping the chart and the Dow was at 600. Um, a lot's changed since then, uh, but not the government rules. And so to you kind of swing up to date with those, they said these things are limiting doctors' ability to rapidly evolve to this new pandemic. Uh, and March 2020, with the stroke of a pen, changed it from that to what they call the good faith principle, which makes sense. As long as the doctors and medical team are, are trying to take care of the patient and not doing anything nefarious, uh, collecting data, selling data, et cetera, then the government said, we're going to give you, you know, a lot of leeway. And we need them to continue that because what we, we realize is, you know, five, six years ago, there was no such thing as an EKG on a watch. Uh, we weren't using Zoom. You couldn't text your doctor easily. And in five more years, what kind of advancements will we get? It looks like probably watches that can monitor blood pressure, maybe even blood sugar, which would be enormous for something like diabetes and stroke prevention, some of the, the most expensive types of preventative care issues that we have. Uh, so we need the government to, to allow innovation to continue. But we also got to figure out how do you pay for an email? Uh, direct care doctors like myself have tried to fix that by saying, well, we don't need insurance to pay for that. We don't need, we don't need insurance to pay for most things, primary care. And we can just offer a flat rate per month for unlimited care. But insurance-based doctors have to decide, is it just a 15-minute phone call like it was a 15-minute visit? Is it 24 hours worth of emails? Uh, it's a, gets a little messy, but I think they'll be able to figure that out because ultimately patients have seen that this is something they value. We're visiting with Dr. Josh Umber from uh, Atlas MD, and we'll tell you how to look that up here in just a moment. Okay. Talk to the patients out there who are saying, well, this is new. I'm not, uh, I'm not sure about this. Where is that line between it's wise to go ahead and do it from a telehealth perspective versus I need to be seen in person? I think uh, ultimately the patient should do what they feel most comfortable with, but hopefully you feel most comfortable using telemedicine in combination with the doctors that you have a, a substantial relationship with, right? So that you trust them when they say, well, this pink eye, send me a picture. I might be able to answer it before you leave the house for work today. And other things I might really need you to come into the office for. And it, it's evolving. Right. And it's not either or under the best circumstances, both. It might be an in-person visit with several emails following up like, like, great, we met in person. We talked about your depression and anxiety, but now I'm going to email you each week to make sure that we're following our care plan and getting updates and adjusting care as needed. Because I can't ask a depressed patient to leave work once a week to come back to the office. Um, so we wouldn't limit that care, but uh, you know, a doctor you trust will, will help guide those decisions. Uh, when is it something that will be best in person, but when is it something we can supplement faster, easier, cheaper with you know, the different technology tools we have? All right. And Atlas MD, what is that and where do we find it? And we've uh, just about less than a minute left. Sure. Uh, Atlas MD is our clinic. It's again, a direct care model, like I mentioned before. And the direct care is part of a grassroots movement of doctors looking to fix a lot of things with healthcare. You know, for it's a 
typically does not take insurance and they charge a membership like a gym or like Netflix, $10 for kids, $50 for adults as us, other practices will vary. But for unlimited visits, free telemedicine, no co-pays, free procedures, and meds and labs up to 95% discounted. So it's how doctors are really trying to fix care for patients. And, and you can learn more by just often Googling direct care and your city or town. All right. And look up Atlas MD to probably get some basic questions uh, answered. Absolutely. All right. Dr. Josh Umber, thanks for the, uh, the insight and the uh, perspective. My pleasure. Thanks for having us. Just ahead, what's the difference between someone who's just really skeptical of what they're hearing and uh, somebody who has gone headfirst into a dangerous conspiracy theory, almost cult situation? Unfortunately, that's a question that we've got to address and answer here in 2022. We'll get to that in just a couple of minutes right here on American Viewpoints.